0: Hello, hello, Medicare Podcast Nation. This is Christian Brindle, your host, where every single week I bring you a podcast where I talk about your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with your retirement. And today we're going to talk about one of my most favorite topics that there is in the Medicare world, and that is the Plan N versus Plan G debate. Now, if this is your first time listening to me, and maybe you don't know what the heck I'm talking about, Plan N and Plan G are types of Medigaps, also known as Medicare supplements. Plans that fill in the gaps about Medicare. Now, the reason why I wanted to talk about this today was very simple. I've come across a lot of articles the last couple of weeks or so that... Give opinions on which plan they think is better. Well, typically, there's three metagaps in the conversation. You have plan F, plan N, plan G. Now, it, like I said, if this is your first time listening to me and you don't know this, Medigap plans fill in the gaps of Medicare. So when someone has Medicare, original Medicare, they have Medicare Part A and Medicare Part B, Together, they work together to pay someone's medical expenses. So part A covers hospitalization, the hospital room, the bed, the walls, the ceiling. It covers other things, but most notably, this is what it covers. Um, It has deductibles, co-pays, very high possible out-of-pocket, and then Medicare part B covers everything else, medical expenses, outpatient procedures, doctor's appointments, but they also cover doctors in the hospital when you spend the night. and. Essentially, folks, together, they work together to pay for a person's medical bills. Now, Medicare on its own, like I said, has deductibles. But the most notable thing is they typically only pay about 80% of lot most expenses after these deductibles are met, leaving you with the 20%. So Medigaps fill in the gaps. Medicare supplements supplement Medicare. They pay after Medicare. So that's just to be expected. These plans are designed by the government on what they're going to look like. And they're named after letters. So that's where you get plan F's of the world and plan G and plan N and plan M, plan K and plan L and all these metagaps that you hear about. Now, every single metagap that's offered is designed by the government. But They're the same across the board as well. They're standardized. So let's say there's two major insurance companies, and both of them carry a plan F, for example. The plan F is going to be identical, as far as coverage is concerned, on both plans. The one difference, well, there's two differences between the two companies. Number one is the premium that they're going to charge, So there could literally be a plan F, let's say, that's $150 a month with one insurance company and $250 a month with the other insurance company, and the coverage is identical. So that's incredibly important to know. Number two, the rate increases. If you've listened to me for some time, you know I've talked in nauseating detail about rate increases with Medigaps and Medicare Supplements, They'll have different rate increases from year to year. They're going to raise your rate every year as you get older. For the most part, it's not a matter of if they will. It's a matter of how much. It's pretty much a guarantee that's going to happen. I'd say one out of a thousand cases will result in a rate increase each and every year. I've only seen one insurance company ever that had a year that didn't go up as far as a rate increase is concerned. So it doesn't happen too often. It's a needle in the haystack. It's pretty much a certainty that your rate will continue to raise every year as you get older. So the most popular Medigaps and Medicare supplements out there have been Plan F, G, and N. I'm not even going to talk about F in this episode because I've made another episode about the three. Right now, today, I want to discuss the Plan N, Plan G debate because anybody that's an expert in the Medicare industry or fancies themselves as an expert really has those two plans at the very top as far as what they recommend, and some go back and forth. I wanted to extinguish this debate and put it to bed for the first time ever on my podcast, and I want to give you my opinion and where I lean, but I've done episodes similar to this in the past, so if you've listened to me for some time since the beginning, then you might already know which way I'm going, but if you don't, stay right where you are, and I'll be right back, and I will talk about both sides of the argument for the Plan NNG debate. Stay with me. Ah, welcome back, everybody, to segment two of this week's episode of the Everything Medicare Podcast. It's January 28th. It's getting close to the end of the month, entering into February. I hope you've had a great January. Wherever you are and however you may be listening, I hope you are doing well, and I hope that this finds you doing great and fantastic and having a great start to your 2019 Today, we're talking about Medigaps. Once again, one of my favorite topics, I'll have you. Medigaps are very interesting, folks. And today, we're talking about which one's better between plan N and G. Because I'd say 99.9% of people that fancy themselves as Medicare experts in the Medicare industry would say one of those two plans would be at the top of their list as far as which plan is the best available. It used to be that plan F was the clear-cut number one plan, but I've talked about this in the past. Plan F has been around for so many years, since 1992, um, and it's just been around so long. There's so many people on it, and plan N and G are much newer plans. They came into the picture in about 2010, 2011 time period, and there's just less people on them. Um, and they're just different. So let's break down the differences between these two plans, Plan N and Plan G. Plan N is very, very simple, but it's more complicated than G. Plan N has a a one-time-a-year deductible that it does not pay on the Part B side of things. They call that the Medicare Part B deductible, which this year is $185 in 2019. So basically, You have to meet that. Now, it's not every time you use it. It's not every time you have a visit or every time you go to the hospital, even. It's one time a year. It's an annual fee. So $185 one time. That's not all with the N, though. With the N, you also have a doctor visit copay for every time you go to the doctor. So it's up to $20 per visit. It could be less. It's up to $20. $20 being the maximum. It could be 15 It could be 10 Depends on what type of doctor visit you're having. Depends on the circumstances. Um, it varies. I always tell people that work with me that have plan ends that expect a $20 copay. And if it's less, then you'll come out with a smile on your face. The other thing is they have a $50 copay for an emergency room visit. Last but not least... Medicare plan, Medigap plan N does not cover excess charges. Now, what are excess charges? Excess charges are anything extra left over that the doctor needs to bill. Now, in a lot of states, they're not even legal to charge them anymore. But the ones that are legal, you hardly ever see them. But it doesn't mean they can't happen, but it's rare. I mean, it's just something you don't see anymore in 2019 I personally have never seen it happen in my career, but on the off chance that a doctor or a hospital provider did charge an excess charge plan and wouldn't pay for it, so there's four things that the plan N doesn't cover. Other than that, between Medicare paying its eighty percent and plan N paying its twenty percent, other than the deductible, the copays, and the excess charges, you have full coverage. Now, why would people want plan F and plan? Excuse me, plan N? with all of these potential out-of-pockets? Well, typically, the premium is much lower. So that's the argument for the plan N. It's really designed for people that want a Medigap, they want the protection, they'd rather have that over a Medicare Advantage plan. However, they don't want to pay the high premiums. And for some people, it works. Now, plan G. How's plan G different? Well, plan G and plan N are extremely similar. Basically, with plan G, you still pay the Medicare Part B deductible the $185. But with the plan G, you don't have any copays. No 20 up to $20 doctor copay, plan G doesn't charge that. And no $50 emergency room copay, plan G doesn't charge that either. Oh, and plan G picks up the yes, excess charges. However, that's neither here or there because chances are you'll never be charged them anyway. But if on the off chance you were, Plan G picks it up. So the only out-of-pocket you have with a Plan G is $185 deductible. The idea behind it is it's the best available coverage for the most reasonable premium. It's looked at by a lot of people as the most complete Medigap plan. However, usually it's a little more pricey than an N. But at times, you are probably be surprised at how close they are. It depends on the insurance company. It really does, folks. Um, so, which one do I think is better? Stay with me into segment three and you'll find out, and I will tell you exactly why. Hello, everybody, and hello, everything Medicare podcast. Nation. I am back for our third and final segment of this week's episode. Folks, if I seem a little lethargic and less energetic than I normally am, you have to forgive me. I have a cold coming on and I'm trying to power through this episode because it's my promise that every single week we bring you an episode, a podcast, a information-full episode that you can use to better your situation and really make the most of your Medicare and your situation. Because a lot of people don't realize that they can do better on their plans. Um, They can get more out of them, and they don't even know it. And I made it my mission to educate people on something that a lot of people wish they understood better. Um, And I feel like we do that. So we're talking about plan N and plan G. So we talked about how they work. The argument for plan N is it's lower in price, right? It's designed for the healthier person, but maybe they're worried they might not always be so healthy and they want the protection. It's better protection than maybe a Medicare Advantage plan would be. Fine. I get it. Plan G, it's better coverage, but it costs more. The argument for plan G is it's better coverage. It's the closest thing to a plan F, which has no out-of-pocket, but it's a lot less premium typically than a plan F. Both of these plans, I should point out, typically happen to have a lot less rate increases than some of the older Medigaps do because, simply put, there's less people on them. When when you have a Medigap that's been around since 92 um, and there's people been on them for 10, 15, 20 years, you're going to have a lot older um group of people that are on these plans, which means more claims for the insurance companies, which means everybody's rates go up. If you'd like to have me do, go, do dedicate an entire episode to rate increases on Medigaps and why they happen and what contributes to them and how it works, I'm happy to do that. I might do that one of these days. I think that might be interesting. But that's not what we're talking about today, so I'm not going to get into that anymore. Um, what you need to know is plan N and G typically don't go up in, as far as rate increases as much as the older plans like Plan F. So, the way that it works with Plan N and G is they both have some out of pocket, but Plan N has more out of pocket than G, so Plan N is a little cheaper than G. Here's my opinion. I personally believe that the best plan is Plan G, and I'll tell you why. 75% of the time with this same insurance company. so let's say it's United Healthcare, Mutual of Omaha, Humana, any of these companies, Aetna. I'd say 75 maybe even 80 percent of the time. The plan N is going to be within10 dollars cheaper a month in premium than the G. and that's all. Sometimes it will be more, but most of the time it's not. So for an extra10 dollars a month you can get the better coverage with the G. And I think it's worth it. With the G, it literally looks like this. Let me paint a picture for you. You have the $185 Part B deductible that you are responsible for one time a year. After that is met, it is full medical coverage. You pay no out of pocket for anything that Medicare approves, which is most things hospital visits, surgeries, um, outpatient procedures, doctor's appointments. Now, there's things that Medicare doesn't pay for, and I've made episodes about that. But if it, Medicare pays for it, which 99.9% of things that are medically necessary, Medicare will pay for it, that are medical costs. They don't pay for prescriptions, dental, vision, hearing. We've talked about that in nauseating detail. But basically, the Plan G on the medical side comes with $185 deductible that you're responsible for one time a year, and that's it. You would not believe, folks, how many times I've seen people that started off on an end Let's say they turn 65, they picked out a plan in with an insurance company. Five years go by, they're extremely healthy, but at 70, 71, 72, their health starts to deteriorate, it's going a downward spiral. I hate to say this, but there's very few people that don't have that happen at some point in their life. Let's say they get to 71, 72 years old, they are in a situation where Maybe they can't pass health questions or underwriting to get on a plan G with another insurance company, so they're stuck with their N. Or maybe they can pass health questions and underwriting to an extent with some insurance companies, but the only insurance companies that will take this person want to rate them up. They want to raise their rate. Some insurance companies can do that. A lot of insurance companies will have two sets of health questions. The first set of health questions determine if they'll take you at all. You pass those, great. But they have a second list that determine if you get a lower rate or a higher rate. And sometimes the higher rate can be double the premium that it would be. I mean, it can be a lot higher in some instances. Maybe $50 more a month, $100 more a month. They don't know. It depends on the insurance company. But it's, it's definitely uh, makes it more difficult to part with that plan and when you have the good rate. So let's say, hypothetically speaking, you're stuck on the plan N. Because it happens more often than you think. That's not always going to happen. Sometimes you can pass health questions and jump to the plan G if you want to down the road. But it's like looking into a crystal ball. You never know what's going to happen to you. And I don't say that to scare you. I say that to be realistic and put things into perspective on what could happen. What I like about the plan G is... If you take it at 65, you have the protection and typically seven times out of 10, eight times out of 10, it's going to be within $10 more a month than the N and that's worth it, $120 more a year, worth it to have that peace of mind and the better coverage. The problem with the N is let's say you develop a problem to where you need to see a doctor once a week or maybe even twice a week. Say you've seen a specialist twice a week. Well, let's go with once a week to start out with. Twenty dollar copay each visit on the plan N that the G does not charge. Twenty dollars per visit. That's an extra eighty bucks a month. So you end up paying eighty bucks a month in copays that you wouldn't be paying on the G. And the whole reason why you went with the N is to save ten bucks a month. Now, granted, it could be fifteen or twenty dollars a month with some insurance companies but like i said 75 to 80% of the time it's within a $10 a month difference think about it put this into perspective you're stuck on the end you're paying out the nose for these copays what if you go have to go twice a week a lot of people do then you're looking at 160 dollars a month in copays my advice folks just to be safe just to sleep better at night just to know that no matter What happens to you? You have the better protection in the G. I think it's worth it for the peace of mind. You're not going to be in a situation where you need to pass health questions and switch to the better coverage. You're going to be in the best situation for you, and it's surprisingly close in price. Don't let people fool you by saying that you're saving so much money with the N. Long-term speaking, you're probably not. Sometimes you are, But from my experience, the G is a better plan, and that's why. Folks, I really appreciate you tuning in and listening to me each and every week. If you've been listening to us from the beginning, you are amazing. I can't tell you how much we appreciate your support and your enthusiasm and your desire to want to understand your plans better and understand Medicare better because it's a big part of your life, my life, and everybody's life at some point in time. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Folks, if you want to know more about Medicare, if you like what you heard today and you want to get inside my head a little bit, I encourage you to head over to Amazon, pick up a copy of my book that I wrote for people just like you that want to know more about their plans, want to know more about Medicare. They want to understand it better so they feel like they can make more informed decisions. So they're not just guessing at what they should or shouldn't do. I wrote a book for people just like you. It's called Medicare Guidance, Picking the Plan for You. It's on Amazon. Search my name, Christian Brindle, B-R-I-N-D-L-E, or you search Medicare Guidance, and you should find it. It's $5.50 right now on Amazon. For that price, I'm practically giving it away, and the only reason why it's not lower is because Amazon wouldn't let me charge any less for it. However, I believe it's worth every penny, folks. Think about it. Insurance is an investment in protecting you. You're investing money into protecting the greatest asset you have, and that's yourself, your well-being. And for to invest five dollars in a book that could help you know more about Medicare than ninety to ninety five percent of your family, friends, neighbors, um, people you know socially, Heck, you might even know more than your current agent. Because like I've said in the past, 90% of agents are out of the business in three years, so 90% of all the insurance agents out there have been in the business for less than three years. Think about that. Let that sink in. You read this book cover to cover, you might understand Medicare better than everybody you know, and it could help you save Hundreds, maybe thousands, maybe even tens of thousands on making the right decision for you, making sure you're covered in the places that need to be covered, and also making sure you're picking the right plan. It can save you thousands of dollars, folks. A $5 investment could end up saving you thousands of dollars. It's a no brainer, in my opinion. Head over to Amazon and pick it up. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us today, and I cannot wait to see you next week. Hopefully, I'm feeling all better. And I'll bring a little more energy, but I'm glad we're able to bring this podcast to you today. Take care. I hope you have a wonderful rest of January, and I can't wait to talk to you next Monday. See you then.